Welcome to Creative Impact on WEMU 89.1 FM. I'm Deb Pollack, President and CEO of Creative Washtenaw, and your solo host until David returns. Thank you for listening each week as we welcome creative guests and those who value the impact and importance of the arts and creative industries. Congressman, sorry, Congresswoman Debbie Dingell has a long uh, record of supporting this sector. Tomorrow, she introduces legislation to Congress that will provide resources to invest in those who specialize in the arts and creative industries. Mrs. Dingell is here to tell us about the CREATE Act legislation. Mrs. Dingell, welcome to Creative Impact. Well, good morning, Deb. Good morning to everybody. It's great to talk to you. And let's just stick to Debbie. Okay. We have two very good first names, and I'm not into that. Exactly. Hours. The the Debs, okay, Deb squared, and is in the house. Exactly, that that's great. So this is not your first attempt to get this legislation through. Um, in fact, when you and Senator Udall introduced the Creative Act in uh, 2017, we had you on the show to talk about it. First, thank you for con- continuing your effort. And second, what if anything has changed now in 2022, and why are you hopeful that this Create Act effort will be successful? Well, I want to say that getting any piece of legislation done that uh, is made to change takes time. And some of the most important pieces of legislation we've seen passed in our nation's country takes time. So you have to be steady. You can't give up. You've got to keep working. You've got to build the coalition. You've got to raise public awareness. And that's part of what you and I are doing this morning. Uh, And I'll just tell you that the first uh, Medicare bill, universal health care bill, uh, was introduced right after Social Security in the 1940, and it didn't pass to 1965. Well, so, let's hope we're speedier than that. <laughs> uh, we got to be speedier than that. But I'm just trying to say that, you know, because you don't get it done that next day, and I am somebody that's not known for exactly being impatient, you don't give up. Uh, but I do believe that the pandemic has shined a light on the need to support a number of critical areas. Uh, and that we've got to support them and that they're both, uh, they're businesses, but enhancing the quality of uh, our, our community's life. And I think that the arts and the creative industries are more important than they've ever been. They're what people are reaching out to to kind of cope in the middle of this pandemic. Uh, the coronavirus pandemic has touched all corners of our state. We all know that. But the arts and the creative industries were among the first sectors to shut their doors. And and I think that it's not just people like you and me who care about these issues desperately. But now more than ever, I think other people understand the critical how critical it is that we invest in this industry and that we ensure that creative entrepreneurs have the resources that they need to recover from the pandemic, thrive in the years ahead. And that we need to, um, that the arts employs tens of thousands of Michiganders and that they play a fundamental role in shaping our culture, attracting tourists, creating jobs. And that's why this bill is so important. And I think we're going to find people who just need the, the uh, whatever aspect of their life that it touches, which is, you know, brings comfort for some, smiles, peace that they're really going to support this this time and really work to get it passed. So this is um, set in the Small Business Administration, if I've read the documents properly, uh, rather than in an agency like the National Endowment for the Arts or IMLS or something like that. And it focuses on 
uh, it focuses on economic development tools that are currently afforded other industries. What are some of the provisions you're hoping to pass? So what this bill does is ensure that the creative sector has access to federal resources. What we want to do with it is to stabilize struggling entrepreneurs. We want to foster the growth of new creative businesses, and people need to think about that. You know, the most important part of the auto industry is that design studio, where those autos are being designed. This is an example. And we want to strengthen our national and local economies. So we want to expand the microloan program called qualifications to include artists and art entrepreneurs, small businesses that support the creative economy. We want to um, provide support to the state, regional and local art agencies, artists, creative workers, through the traditional economic development tools, which is why we are directing the SBA to develop procedures on evaluating the business proposals and plans of non-employer business and small business concerns that focus on the various aspects with regard to the creative economy. This is Creative Impact on WEMU 89.1 FM. Our guest is Congresswoman Debbie Dangle, and she's here telling us about the CREATE Act, which she will introduce to Congress tomorrow, and its efforts to extend economic development tools afforded other industries to the arts and creative industries. You know, advocacy efforts during um, COVID led to one uh, significant development, which was the $16 billion Shuttered Venues Operating Grants. It, too, was managed by the SBA, and and as beneficial as that program was in keeping local stages alive, the rollout by the SBA was painful. Um, and many of us believe it was in large part because the SBA did not have arts and creative expertise on staff who know our businesses and the subtleties about it. Do you think that the SBA should or will hire that expertise to manage programs outlined in the Creative Act? So I want to say two things as we're talking about this step. First of all, the SBA did a very bad job on rolling it out to begin with. And, you know, there were many small businesses in the Washington community where we're talking about this that had a lot of uh, difficult times. I was getting, you know, literally hundreds of calls. So it was, and, you know, our restaurants who uh, really uh, were, have been hurt by this and are still struggling, too. Sure. But we are uh, in this legislation asking the SBA to partner with the relevant stakeholders to develop that technical technical assistance program that targets the specific needs of artists and art entrepreneurs and to get and establish a demonstration program that would assess the feasibility of providing these planning grants to support the local art agencies and nonprofits so that we help them develop that expertise that you're saying was missing there. I just don't want people to listen to this, especially other small business, and say, hey, what about us? We need to worry about everybody, and we do need to make sure. I mean, the arts are such an important, especially in Washington County, are such an important backbone of our economy, their fabric. They, they, they contribute to the quality of life, why people move to Washington. And they really, the arts define our life, our culture. So we got to support them. Uh, and we want to make sure that they're treated as a small business like so many others are and that they have the same opportunity for success. And all of our small businesses are still hurting. And I want everybody listening to know 
I'm really working on that too. Absolutely. And and I, as you know, consider nonprofit arts and cultural organizations, but also there are so many creative businesses that are indeed small businesses. So I want to uh, support, support what you're saying and to emphasize that, you know, um, the SBA uh, is is a different agency than what we've traditionally funded nonprofit arts organizations from the National Endowment for the Arts. How do you see these agencies working together to um, to move this uh, arts and creative en- agenda forward? Uh, very closely, I hope. I've have you know work with people in the National Endowment, the humanities, for the arts. Uh, our work, as you know, you and I have known each other. We're not old, but we are seasoned, and we've worked together <laughs> on a lot of things over the years, and they need to be integrated, and they need to, what we all need to be doing is finding better ways to work together, to not be in silos, but how do we bring all of the different skill sets, the opportunities together to make the strongest programs possible? And so you have advocate for the arts and in some of these national organizations, they want to make sure that we're supporting the arts in our country. They've got an expertise, but we also, arts can be a business. Nonprofits are a business. They're in business Absolutely. to make money. And we got to help them have the business skills and the business investment, um, you know, that they need. I mean, the creative economy uh, describes businesses whose origin is in the individual, individual creativity skill, talent, expression of culture, or the regional or local heritage uh, culture, but they operate to operate a creative economy business, and that's Absolutely. what we need to be talking about more. Most certainly. So I sit on um, the national, a couple of national advocacy uh, initiatives uh, for the arts and creative industries, so connected to lots of people. How can we, those of us in the field that are doing this work, as well as people like yourself who are advocates and supporters of arts and creative industries, help get this CREATE Act passed? Well, you need to talk to people. You need to talk to your elected officials and tell them about why this matters. Let me just give you a couple facts. As of 2016, the creative economy added $804.2 billion to our nation's gross domestic product. And it has a rate of growth that nearly doubles the rest of the economy. In 2019, the value add of the created economy was five times greater compared to the agriculture sector. And this has occurred despite federal small business and economic development policies largely ignoring the needs of the creative economy sector. Thank you so much for your public service and your support of the arts and creative industries. It's an honor to be here on the air with you, and thank you. Deb, I thank you, but I want to thank you with everybody listening. You don't know how much this woman does for you (laughs) and has been doing. I don't want to say for decades, though it is, because I don't want either of us to feel seasoned. But this woman (laughs) has been doing a lot for so many in our lives in Washington, Michigan and the country are better off for everything you've done. Well, that's very kind of you. That's Congresswoman Debbie Dingell. Tomorrow she introduces the CREATE Act legislation into Congress to support the arts and creative industries. Learn more about Mrs. Dingell and the CREATE Act at WEMU.org. And this is your community NPR radio station, 891 WEMU and WEMU HD1 Ypsilanti.